2: Uh, We're just sitting here wiping our phones down with uh, some anti-back wipes because we're recording live from the last podcast network studios today.
0: Oh my God, we made it in here. I pulled up around the corner where it's located and I was like, I recognize this street. And I'm like, oh my God, this is where I threw... A DNA testing kit at my old boyfriend Richard when he broke up with me. You're like, you're not worth my ancestry. <laughs> I was for his birthday. I, I got him 23andMe for his birthday, but then he broke up with me and I and like my last parting line in the car was like, here, this is what I got for you. I thought maybe you'd like to figure out who you are. Here and like, I, this is I, I threw a DNA
2: test at him. This is the last of your bodily fluids that'll even be near me or
1: a with
0: me <laughs> yeah lots of lots of trauma on this block but new new memories we are in our new podcast network home it feels so I feel feel like I sound and look more professional me too, me too. and okay. just
2: uh,
0: <laughs> I'm just like there's like hail satan memorabilia everywhere there is there's a lot of sacrificial <laughs> kind of candles and um you know but that's cool we are yeah. not so off the mark with that sort of yeah. content ourselves
2: I just think the more goat heads the better
0: Uh, Well, you guys, we're going to jump right into our show today. So welcome to Sidework Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. Hey, guys, I'm your other host, Andrea Wallace. And I think we should just come right out of the gates real quick. House cleaning. Hey, everyone, did you register to vote? Mm. Just another reminder, Mm -hmm. some states, it might be a little too late. See what you can do uh for the rest of you register to vote show up make a plan get out there this has been a fucking crazy week
2: dude oh my god and can i just say really quick before we talk about the crazy week what state are you voting in? What are your voting rights there? Can you vote by mail? Even if you can vote by mail, are there two envelopes in your ballot? Do you need them both? Please look, there's got to be, there's individual state like mandates for voting by mail and your rights. Please make sure you're doing it right
0: so your ballot will be counted. And I'll do a little due diligence for everyone. I'm going to look for vulnerable seats in different states across the country where you really, really need to make your local vote count because we could take back the Senate and keep the House, which is a way, way big deal even if we don't defeat the weird orange infected COVID monster uh,
2: Uh, who's not like any any more negotiations for any more fucking extra Covid funding, which means are you guys, are fellow servers, bartenders, front of house workers, back of house workers,
0: that's let's let's no money, that's no that's negotiation no for
2: any extra money for you who might not be working
0: or working even less than you were before. So that's fucked up. Or support for your business, where when we get out of this, there might be no restaurant to go might back. Might I to. add, Wait, this is
2: all roid rage. You mean that your is, own? No, 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 it is up. It
0: is okay. it,
2: Trump roid rage. He's, he's on the steroids. I was thinking about this yesterday. I was telling Brian, I was like, maybe. He'll just become a juicer from now on. He'll a just start juicer? juicing, and that little, his dick will just shrivel, 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 and then go back up into his body, and then he can grab himself by the pussy from now on. What do you think? Wow. His own, I mean, not, it won't be, it'll be his
0: individual, like, pussy, but he can grab it himself.
1: oh uh, yeah.
0: Everyone, because it is October, and we do love spooky stuff, we had some really great scary server submitted stories uh that came in last year around this time so if you've ever worked at a haunted establishment have had a a spooky catering job like someone got murdered in the parking lot (laughs) we specifically want those stories so please get them in um over the next week or two and we would love to incorporate them amazing well, let's jump into some headlines, shall we? We shall. Okay. We have a very frightening uh, headline. And no, it's it's not that, um, you know, Subway bread is made out of yoga mats. They debunked that a couple of years ago. Or they just stopped
2: using <laughs> yoga mats to make the bread. Who knows?
0: But instead, uh, according to an Irish Supreme Court ruling, they have deemed Subway bread not actually bread Mm -hmm. because it has too much sugar in it to count as a normal staple of anyone's diet. Mm -hmm. Therefore I, what are they going to call it? Bread substance?
2: Well, the thing is, is that like bread and like everyday things like that for nutrition in Ireland won't be taxed if they're like, if it's just bread. So then the scientists came in and they were like, Hi, day to day. Sorry, this is my this. That's my Irish uh, scientist uh, impression. I day to day. I have a big science degree, and there's too much sugar in this bread. It's cake, not bread. Tax, tax it. That's my impression. Let them eat cake, bread. Bread cake. So no tax break for Subway and their bread because of the sugar content.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. And just also just Subway just the nonstop slams, you know? You'd think (laughs) slamming into my face, you (laughs) me. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. When I'm on a road trip, I'm looking for a Subway. If I don't wanna be, you know, a total whatever road dog with that and it's it it is delicious every once in a while but again it's like when you drink diner coffee and you're like this isn't coffee it's diner coffee where I'm like this isn't bread or a subway sandwich it's a subway yeah
2: the next time I go in I'm gonna gonna get a cold cut combo uh, on birthday cake
0: thank you (laughs) thank you very much uh, you know, alternate uses for the bread. I hear they're really great for cleaning floors, mm-hmm. mopping out, wringing them out, reusing them, downward young, facing young, young dogs. Yeah, uh, so that's gross. Subway has once again been deemed inedible slop. <laughs> we should have put it like a, like a, wah-wah. we'll still eat it.
2: Next headline. Oh boy, oh boy. Okay, okay. 13 staff members from an iconic Minneapolis steakhouse were quarantined after the restaurant catered a fundraiser attended by President Donald Trump during his visit to Minnesota last week. So this is Super Famous Steakhouse. Marie's Restaurant in downtown Minneapolis. Uh, They were basically doing a big dinner. So 40 contributors paid $200,000 a couple for a chance to meet the president to hear him speak to him. So the staff's, of course, only there to work the party and didn't come in any close area to the president. But, of course, after they found out that that motherfucker had COVID... Everybody has to do a 14-day mandatory quarantine. Fun. Are people being compensated? I don't
0: know. Oh, I highly doubt that. Yeah. I, I just, the, the super spreading of this monster, I, I'm like, fine, you know, spread it to your other hoity-toity, hateful Republican GOP donors, but the staff, mm-hmm. leave them alone. Yeah. It's making me so upset that White House staff, you know, like maids, groundskeeper, anyone who's near that infected hellhole is getting sick through no fault of their own. They have no business with the president. It's just an unsafe place to work yeah. because of their recklessness.
2: Absolutely. The clapback from the Secret Service makes me so happy. Yes. Like yes. so happy. So everybody in that quarantine, boy, oh boy, wish you luck. Everybody stay safe.
0: I do have to say, uh, I'm very, very delighted at the new nickname that's already emerged. As you know, they're trying to slam through Amy Coney Barrett uh, onto the Supreme Court instead of helping us out of a pandemic while we're 27 days away from an election. This is their priority. Uh, but, you know, obviously, in the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, her nickname was the notorious RBG. And Amy Coney Barrett's new nickname, I can't get enough of it. The Contagious ACB. (laughs) And uh, it's pretty good. It's trending. Spread it around. Well, Well, that kind of spread. mm. She can suck it.
2: All right, you guys. It is time for some.
0: Server. Submitted. Stories.
2: First story. Hey, Brooke and Andrea. The pod is recommended by my group chat of my regulars from my last serving job. I've since left the industry due to COVID, but I've been jumping down the side work rabbit hole and yeah, listening girl. all day at my new job. Mostly fond of reminiscing, although it's definitely given me some mild PTSD <laughs> and weight mares. <Ooh>. Thank you. <laughs> I worked at a small independently owned townie bar in a college town in Minnesota that thrives off regulars and 22-year-olds, very similar to the 4 a.m. Chicago bar you've shared stories from. <laughs> The owner's a cokehead, sexist, racist, piece of shit, who sexually harassed all the servers. He only hired decent-looking white girls and women of color who matched his kinks. <sighs> he even outright told me once, while adjusting the security cameras, that he zoomed in on my butt to test it out. Oh we'll call him Marty, because that's his name and he sucks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's my favorite line. We'll call him Marty, because that's his name and he sucks.
2: Anyway, I just wanted some context for the situation as you keep jogging my memories and triggering the traumas lingering in my subconscious after two years of servitude to him and his kitchen nightmare ass hellhole that he calls an eatery. (laughs) One time I got a bad Yelp review. Just one of those troubled evil souls who comes in with the intention of complaining until they receive a discount or gift card so they can continue their reign of terror over the business at another visit in the future. Swell. Marty's bitch ass obviously responded by berating and screaming at me, despite the unfair and ridiculous nature of the complaint. Keep in mind, the place wasn't corporate, so when the customers were horrible, we often just asked them not to come back. <laughs> I chose to respond by getting my best review printed on a t-shirt to wear it work since there was no, no formal uniform. Just t-shirts with the bar logo or any form of liquor or beer we sold. Anyway, this t-shirt became a fan favorite of the regulars and started a conversation with every one of my tables, almost always resulting in a glowing Yelp review and favorable tip. Suck on that, Marty. (laughs) Anyway, love the pod. You guys inspire me and I can't wait to get back into the industry when we're all done with this COVID stuff and it blows over, hopefully. Thank you for making the new job a little more exciting since I don't have stories every day anymore to give me something to live for. Godspeed and good tips, Gabby. Oh, my God. And we'll post Gabby's t-shirt, but here's the photo of it. uh, And the review says, five stars. Our waitress, Gabrielle, was amazing and somehow managed to decipher our drunken ramblings. Five stars.
0: (laughs) And, of course, you'll see it's all typos. Clearly drunk patrons. That's so good.
2: That's so good. I love that. And fuck that. I mean, ugh.
0: Fuck you, Marty! Yeah, man. And fuck Yelps. We all know it. He's a one-star Marty.
2: (laughs) What? We're a one-star
1: Marty. Oh, wait. I don't care.
0: Next story. Hey, Brooke and Andrea. I got to thinking about bar regulars. The restaurant I work at has several regulars that come in multiple days in a week. We call them by name, know some of the details of their lives, and they know what's going on in ours. They're really good people that like to get together, laugh, and have a good night. However, their politics are less than desirable. Most of, them, most of them are Trump supporters and make it known by wearing MAGA hats, quote-unquote Just Stand t-shirts, which is response to 2016 Colin Kaepernick kneeling. I can't forget one of them saying how much it pisses him off to see athletes kneel and disrespect the soldiers. I'm conflicted because I learned as a bartender that the three things to never talk about with bar patrons are love, religion, and politics. Same for Thanksgiving. I see myself as a liberal independent, which also makes me the black sheep of my family, and it frustrates me that I can't have the tough conversations with the people that essentially pay my bills. I know I won't be able to change the minds of people in their retirement age. Yeah, I know, that's tough. So I see no point in jeopardizing my income over a fruitless debate. I don't agree with them, but any political, sexist, or racial comment is met with a, oh, come on, or shouting their name in a shocked yet jesting tone, sort of like, Marty! Sometimes the comment is met with laughs. But as time working there goes on, I learn more and more about who they are as a person, respect them, and relate to their lives. These people are very generous and caring and they love to treat the people around them like family. For example, buying their meals or drinks or just tipping extra because, oh, because a server just graduated, anything special like that. Basically, he's saying they really do take care of him and his staff. So my question to you is, <laughs> and here we go, I don't know how to answer, but how did you handle regulars that bothered you about their worldviews, but were also very supportive and cared about you? Sorry for the long email. Godspeed and good tips, Garrett. Well, first of all, that sounds like family in general. Right,
2: right. I think, uh, I feel like we live in a world where it's like, yes, we're like the things we're not supposed to talk about, like are these three things that he names, like politics, religion, like, but it's, I feel like everything's turned on its head to a point now where it's like if they're talking about it and shouting about it, why can't you talk about it with them? Like, you know, why can't you? have a conversation and, like, talk it out together.
0: Right, and I, I think it's... So I, I see two two points here where on the one side, great, good for you, Garrett, for not being so black and white with your judgments where you're sitting here seeing a whole person, which is what we hope for when others look at us and treat us. It just kind of historically seems to be a very one-sided where kind of rich, out-of-touch, boomer, straight, privilege. They feel they deserve to be seen as a whole entity with a family and a career, but do not give that benefit to others less than. So it sucks because here you are being the good person who can recognize that they are a good human, but they're just really out of touch with their politics or scared or they've never had to be challenged. So I think you can bring up things that matter to you or that you don't agree with, knowing your ground and knowing and letting them know like hey this this is really hurtful to me personally I think is always a great way to approach someone
2: yeah I think you know and I think we used to be in a way where it's like you could have your views and I could have my views but they weren't as offensive it was just like oh that guy leans that way but I you know and now there's so much more at stake and it's like there's no more allowance for like these platonic conversations to be happening no you know like even like talking about the debate where it's like it's supposed to be like this meeting of the minds where people beat out like their values and like like either come to common ground or like find the truth within that and like that's what like the philosophy of it is right right so like when you have someone who's like won't even play by those rules and shuts it down, shuts it down, shuts it down. It just, it removes
0: the game and yeah. the conversation completely. Yeah. Because I have to be honest right now, a MAGA hat, it, it looks like a call to arms. It it says something that you should be scared of me and my guy at the top will make sure I don't go to jail if I do anything violent and, or, and it, you and know. And
2: it, it also means like, I'm not going to listen to you. It like, really, yeah. I really
0: think that too. So I I think it's really problematic you know, and and we'll wrap this up in a minute. And this is what we're facing. We're never going to come together again as a nation with the tribalism that Trump has really stirred among us. Um, and it's a bummer because Republicans in general are not terrible people, but I think wild Trump supporters— are problematic. I think they can be really problematic. You can just want to vote for him because it's a little more in line with your politics, but if you are lockstep supporting everything that dude does, and I do think there are two different groups because people like to be willfully ignorant to the news and the headlines of every last thing Trump does.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's true. I mean, this really is fickle. It really is like, a, it's such a slippery slope, but I really think Garrett, like starting conversation is, like, the best thing you can do. And either it's going to, like, be thrown back in your face or you're going to make a connection. And if these regulars, like you said, are great people that you love and you know by name, they should absolutely, like, see your point of view if you're not, if you're going to agree to disagree, but like it shouldn't end in a battle.
0: Yeah, and at the end of the day, it's your bar and there are other customers there, so I, I think you withhold the right to tell anyone on either sort of side of the spectrum of politics to, like, Cool it and behave.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Just be like, drink your drink and shut up.
0: Yeah, and I I like that you employ humor. Be like, okay, all right, you get one more racist thing and you're out of here, Yeah, Joe.
2: All right. Well, that was deep. I know, that was so deep.
0: But it was appropriate for these troubling times. Um, You guys, like we said, please send us any spooky server-submitted stories. We would love to hear them. Uh, Today's topic also is going to be about being injured on the job. So if that brings up any stories uh, that, you know, you want to share with us, you know what to do, email us, sideworkpod at gmail.com, or you can DM us on Instagram at
2: sideworkpodcast. All right, guys, so what Brooke was saying before, today's topic, we're going to be Talking about being injured on the job. I mean, I know we've talked about trauma. I mean, that's all we talk about is, like, emotional trauma. Right. (laughs) Like, mentally being fucked for life. And I know we've, like, grazed, pun intended, um, work injuries in the past. Like, way, way back. I think we were kind of, like, in, in the early days, we'd be like, and this, and this, and this. And we would just, like, pile up all these, like, different things that could happen to you on the job. But, like, I... I feel like we haven't really talked about specific bodily injuries that you, you know, sustain while on the clock. Um, and I want to examine that a little further because we all know a doctor is never going to
0: examine. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, and for for fun, extra added content and value, we've had past guests of the podcast call in to tell us some of their work injury stories. So you'll be hearing those throughout the rest of the episode.
2: <laughs> so let's just let's get started by saying like, are restaurants just death traps yes. that we work in for, for for tips for meager money? Yes.
0: Yes. I I think b- like on the list of dangerous jobs, it's like Alaskan crab leg boat <laughs> fishers and then it's working in a restaurant. It should be an
2: it should be on A&E show.
0: <laughs> Deadliest catch and then restaurant injuries.
2: Yeah, so let's just go down the list. Number one, wet floors. Just never, just never dry. Just a little what, what, what? what like, Scooby-Doo slip, down you go, broke a hip.
0: I Twisted mean, an ankle. Truly. Like, like when you really go down it, like, we're going to say, like, there are, like, knives everywhere. Yeah. Just on every ca- surface and countertop. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's true. You're using knives every day. There's steak knives you have to, like, put, there's bus tubs you could just, like, reach your hand into and slice mm-hmm. your hand open. Like, yeah, sharp things everywhere. Um, glass.
0: So much glass. Also another
2: sharp thing, uh, breaking glass everywhere. Uh, glass is being broken by customers, uh, The breaking into the ice if you're bartending. Just who knows if you didn't pick up that little shard of glass that's just been sitting like back behind a station forever. You go to reach down because you dropped your pen and boom, you've stabbed yourself in the goddamn hand with a shard of glass.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, also having a customer swallow a piece of glass. Not a good look. <laughs> that's a grift. That is a grift. You, like, gave them a grift. But a grift means they don't actually get hurt. So I think what you're doing is... You gave them a grift certificate. (laughs) A grifter... Grifter... Grifter kit. You're sending them to the hospital is what we're saying. Oh, Yeah. Everything in a restaurant is heavier than it needs to be because it's mass quantities of when you're changing the syrup for soda, when you're lifting a keg and you drop it on your foot, yeah. when you're trying to get it out of a tiny space. Usually the heaviest things, for some reason, are on the highest shelf. It's
2: true. Things
0: come in drum size. Oh, yeah. Things
2: come in double a like gallon, quart, like five gallon. I know we've talked time and time again of lifting a giant box of concentrated soda seven feet in the air.
0: Yes, it's it's so, so intense. Anytime you're like, well, I've got to refill some ketchup, it's an emergency, and you have no surface, and you're holding a 15 pound 20 pound drum of ketchup yeah. the plastic tub and you're using your knee as a tabletop <laughs> trying to like get the get the lid off and like then you're
2: like you're like on you're in the walk-in and there's this that kind of weird slippery film even if there's a mat like it's still it's kind so of greasy. slippery because it's like humid all Ugh, the
3: time how why
2: it's so much um um other people just running around right. all the time which i'm calling pac-manning <laughs>
0: I like this term, pac manning. right? And let's not forget that just bumping into them and catching a corner of a prep table with your hip bone—we've oh, yeah. we've talked about that. But they might also be like level two danger, coming at you, like we said before, with glass or knives somewhere yeah, on their there person. There could be like a
2: busboy coming around the corner with like three stacks of like glasses and cases. Not to mention just like customers—they don't know your rhythm; they just get in the way.
0: No, well, customers don't know rhythm. Period. I mean, that is like. <laughs> There is nothing more sensationally obvious than when restaurant workers are in their flow doing their dance and just a dipshit gets up from their table and is kind of standing there, tucking in their shirt, not sure which way they're going to... They're just... And then everything's like, bottlenecked. You got a bottleneck in the restaurant. It's insane how much that disrupts chi. <laughs> Everything you're saying makes... A restaurant is like deadly double dare.
2: Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Uh, Let's be honest. There's fire everywhere. Yeah. At every corner, around every turn. It cooks things. It provides ambiance. It does, right. You could fall into the the fireplace. There could be people on your patio with one of those gas, those like fancy gas (laughs) uh, warming stations. Like, you know, all I'm saying is you're lighting matches for people sometimes. The kitchen is just a hell trap, uh, inferno. There might be someone uh, setting drinks on fire. Yeah, there could be
2: menu items like cheese or dessert.
0: Or candles on the table and paper menus that people usually catch the corner of.
2: (laughs) And like, let's, here's just one last thing we have on the list, which you know, might add up to people catching things on fire. Just drunk people everywhere.
0: They're a hazard just in general. But when they're combined in your small, hard to navigate space, they are truly an extra level of dangerous.
2: <laughs> These are just a few elements, I think. This is just a, like a little a little pinch of salt and pepper that is the seasoning that could cause Multiple injuries on the job. There's so much navigation out there. Like, even just getting through one shift unscathed is, like, I think, in our opinion, a miracle.
0: Yeah, I'm always happy when I just go home with stains, you know? Where I'm like, great, <laughs> that was just a shift with stains only. Because <laughs> it's either a
2: million memories coming right
0: cuz usually you're like shit you know this one was someone emotionally dressed me down uh but the 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 shift when you go home with stains only you're like hell yeah no one yelled at me and I didn't get cut Sometimes literally I feel cut. like the
2: more the stains like the fatter your wad at the end of the night too. yeah that means you hustled girl
1: please leave your message after the tone first day food runner applebees and times square i had french onion soup in my hand and i was to bring it to the table you know like you do with food when you're a food runner and i was carrying too many plates and it fell on my hand and just burnt the fucking shit out of it it was so painful the skin like bubbled up and i had to go to the er And that was just my first day my first experience and also my job was fucking terrible but it hurt so bad. I had to have it wrapped for like two weeks.
2: All right, so let's go over um,
0: some of the most common injuries.
2: Mm -hmm. uh, I think that we can all say are are par for the course.
0: Well, this is a no-brainer. You know, we've talked about it ad nauseum from almost episode one of this podcast, but the sore feet, the waitering and the sore feet is, it's a thing, baby. The dogs be barking. And it's, you know, like we said, if you don't invest in that really killer supportive pair of shoes, you are just pounding pavement for eight hours a shift up and down stairs, slippery surfaces, or just standing is worse. I hate standing when it's slow.
2: I, that's when I get the most tired. My feet hurt the most. And that's when you get the plantar fasciitis. Ooh. After years and years and years of terrible shoes and just standing around and
0: improperly, which we all know is the <laughs> goddamn worst. Luckily, never had that, but I had... My, my toes were just, just a sight. They were a <laughs> sight. They have healed now that I've lived in California and have had open-toe sort of shoe weather year-round. <laughs> My toes are back, baby. On yeah, par
2: with a ballet dancer for sure. Um, cuts are definitely a, a, a top sustained injury on the job. Uh, I think we talked about this to Nauseam before, cutting fruit just again broken glass we talked about it I mean I feel like just having like nicks all over your hands generally that you don't even know how they maybe even got there to begin with.
0: you find them after you start cutting the lemons and then you're like ow what
2: what did I do? Lemon juice right in the cut but yeah I mean don't you the phantom cuts like that's a real thing.
0: The phantom cuts because we've talked about the number one egregious thing is you know opening and presenting a bottle of wine when you get yourself with the foil that's the classic we've told very many gross stories about that but I think there's even just in a rush of service opening a new bag of something that you need and you're just using brute strength and using your hands instead of scissors or something you go home and you're like why am I bruised and bleeding
1: Hi, this is Brian Lucas, your uh, editor, uh, engineer, and uh, Andrea's husband. And I have two stories about getting hurt on the job, uh, both from employers that didn't actually believe I was hurt. Uh, the first one comes from a Cajun restaurant I worked at, uh, where I was uh, working behind the bar, putting glassware away. And I set a glass down, and it shattered, and I sliced my hand open. It was a pretty minor cut, so I, uh, you know, wrapped it up. I was working a double. Um, the boss. Uh, insisted that I uh, go home and that they were worried I was going to sue them. So they gave me a bunch of money, insisted I go to the drugstore, get bandages, take care of myself, and take the rest of the day off. And then I find out from a coworker that they were uh, making fun of me the rest of the night, calling me a baby, and all this stuff when they were the ones that sent me home. Um, the second one was I was working a catering job managing, and I was putting some uh, potted plants away uh, in my office, and I had already put in my two weeks' notice uh, to leave the job, and that um, was setting the fake potted plant up onto a uh, – it was actually sitting on top of a freezer, and I went to open the freezer, and it caused it to fall. I went to catch it. It smashed my finger. I ended up breaking the bones in the tip of my finger, but of course, my employer thought I was just trying to milk uh, workers' comp for the last two weeks, uh, even though I ended up having to remove my fingernail and get a bunch of stitches, and I couldn't move my finger for quite a long time. Um, But I didn't hear the end of how I was just milking the system for my last two weeks at the uh, job.
0: So absolutely another big one would be the burns that happened to you and being scalded on the job so burn this is like endurance testing because
2: we all know what it's like to grab a plate that's too fucking hot Mm. and you know you can't just drop it like have you done the move where you're just like you're just like just hold on a little longer and it'll be to the table and you just you're in so much pain and then you like finally let it go
0: I, there are some things that I can suck it up, but I have a really, really aggressive reflex against hot. I'm like, hot, hot, hot. No, no, no. uh -uh."
2: You're like a toddler. Hot, hot,
0: hot, hot. But that's when I'm on the job. I won't do it. When I'm a customer and a server says, this plate's really hot, I like to touch it. You're like,
2: oh, really? I can't wait to eat it. server this was really hot i burned my <laughs> fingy um same with scalds. if you're ever like if you like a little dishwasher you open up too soon and your face is too close to
0: the steam boy oh boy that really hurts and let's let's just never forget what what a crock of uh, broccoli cheddar flaming <gasps> hot soup or french onion can do to land you in the hospital and need skin grafts oh fuck that shit's crazy. And as someone who worked mad, mad days of brunch, the air pots of flaming hot coffee, coffee. or kettles of f- boiling hot water for yep. tea setups. Yep. it Dropping a tray with boiling hot liquids is, uh, drop all of the meat and sauces on me that you want, but boiling hot liquids is, it's a trip to the hospital. It is absolutely too much.
4: Hi, this is James Dunn, frequent guest of the Sidewards podcast and male model. I remember one time I was waiting tables and I was at the end of the night. I was wiping down glasses, pint glasses, and um, one of them had a chip in it that I didn't see, like, in the rim. It had a chip. Oh, I'm getting the willies just thinking about this. And I ran my finger along the top of it and literally like cut my finger down to the bone. It just like slid into the glass and oh my god, I still like that's the number one thing that I get willies from to this day is that that goddamn chipped glass. Um I've also burnt myself probably more than I would say forty times. I worked in front of house and back of house. Hey, I I have a burn on my right arm that uh, I can still see. It's never, I mean, the burn itself has gone away, but there's a scar. So I'll always remember those wonderful days toiling in an airless heat pocket uh, where I nearly passed out every day so I could make a bacon blue cheeseburger for a mean lady. Okay, I love you, bye
2: back pain (laughs) which you know i think everybody like the back can hurt but i think at one point i was i like had to go to the chiropractor because i really fucked something up and it could have been just from the standing and it was probably like a summer of waiting tables and flip-flops let's be honest um
0: (laughs) but i i i think it was like a sciatica issue Mm -hmm. i i think for me it's the feet hurt but it didn't bug my lower back it's more that if you did a crazy slip and catch yourself move absolutely true and then you're like tweak and then you're like oh oh god
2: and then 10 years later you're like why is my back hurt so bad (laughs) what am i I doing uh it's because you really fucked yourself up why is my you never took care of it my spine is shaped like an S. (laughs) uh wrist strain i think absolutely carpal tunnel is a top repetitive movements carrying heavy plates
0: Pouring drinks from bottles. I, I absolutely still suffer from that on the way in today. What happens also is because I've had so much carpal tunnel over the years from waitressing and being a barista, because you, I've talked about doing the same motion all day long, I will sleep kind of odd with my wrists. My wrists are all weak and I'll go to, go to sleep with them sort of curled in and I wake up and I have no circulation in my hands. And so I spent the whole car ride to the studio here, Trying to warm my hands back up in the sun because my fingernails turn blue because wow. I get no circulation. So that's fun. Wow. That's fun. <laughs> you said barista,
2: and I, I went straight back to burn and scald. Yeah. And that you said too. barista, and those days of that where you're just like, talk about all you do is work with a hot liquid all day long and a steam wand.
0: Oh, fuck. Man. Yeah. Uh, okay all right and
1: um let's just good
2: l- leg injuries i like, think is a good one or
0: not even like like so with all the standing mama's got a big old vein bul- bulging out of the back of her is it my left or right calf oh yeah well. i think it's the left one but. i have a vein too and again <laughs> <laughs> the old weight vein yep yep that's the old serving vein.
2: <laughs> if you touch it sometimes you can just hear the it cries at night time
0: <laughs> I do like Doctor Nunez. He was like, "We can get rid of that. You want me to get rid <gasps> same, of that?" I was same,
2: like, "Really? This is our amazing 3D chiropractor that we're <laughs> talking about." Yeah, he's just like, "Hold on, let me just like get into that groin as much as possible, and it'll release." And I, I gotta tell you, it does. But I was like, "What did I do to my groin while I was reading tables?" Oh, I slipped on a wet floor, and then it just stayed there for 15 years. Yeah.
0: Stretch your body, guys. And I found a French fry in there, too. That stayed.
5: Hey, Brooke. This is uh, George. Uh, I hope you're well. That. <laughs> Here's my internet work story. Um, uh, I used to work at this place in Terrell Gardens called uh, the Pit Stop, which was like this French Grand Prix themed uh, restaurant run by this crazy person. I name it was uh, jean Jean whatever, something along those lines. Uh, one of the things that I that I hated about it is mean, you didn't believe the support staff. So when we waited tables there, not only were you the waiter, you're also the bartender, you're also the bar we you're also the food runner, you're also the busser. So whenever we got busy, it was like just way too much work for any one person to handle. And uh, me and my my fellow jack of all trades coworker, we were working one when he'd make super busy and one of the kegs kicked. So uh, of course I run downstairs to the basement to go change the keg. And anybody's ever been in the basement of a bar or a restaurant, the walk-in where kegs are kept, they're usually meant for a person about 5'6". Well, unfortunately, I am 6'2". So if I'm running up the stairs, I go back to work, I lift it up too early, and I bang my head on the top of the walk-in, walking out back into the restaurant, and I just basically collapsed. <laughs> the, the crazy thing was, it was like, a restaurant, Everybody saw this was like they're like, "Is this guy okay?" And just like in the cartoons whenever you bang your head, I literally saw stars. Uh, I got up a little trickle of blood is rolling down the side of my head, and I was like, "I think I'm okay, I think I'm okay and it was like, "You're probably not okay so uh, as, as the night progressed, like, uh, I got a little bag of ice going, uh, a big egg goose egg sort of form on uh, the top of my head from where I had banged my head. Luckily, it would save me from being. Insanely concussed with the fact that I was wearing a baseball cap. So the thing I was uh, <laughs> like wearing hats, and uh, it didn't work at that place because I vocalized I was like this is insane that nobody there's no support staff here. We need more people to work here, and I was quickly fired a week later because uh, even though we didn't have uh, any support staff, the money was actually pretty good. So I probably just kept my mouth shut. So there is my story. <laughs> Luckily, uh, I wasn't super concussed, but yes, I was definitely injured that day while working. Hope you're well, my friend. Talk to you soon.
0: Bye. I mean, but overall, uh, I feel very lucky that on the job, nothing super dramatic happened to me other than the accumulation of just being beat up on a regular basis where you feel... Very broken down yeah. and unhealthy, but nothing was like one giant slip cracked my head. Right, thank God. Right, you know. then you
2: were like done, and you were out for months. And I've thank never, God.
0: yep, I've never had to be out due to a work related injury. Um, but I will say, I'm more, you know, I, my big injuries were around other people's restaurants that I didn't work at. But we'll save that Hello, for oh yeah, t- oh my God! <laughs> I think the two of us together. Oh, can we just we
2: were, we danced on a table? It was encouraged. It, it was, was after <laughs> hours, and we broke the table,
0: and we like we like fell down. <laughs> it was a high top. It was a high top. We were dancing on a high top, and the high top was like no more. And it was like kaboom.
2: And I think we just bounced back because we were like, whoa, that was weird. We're twenty five, but uh, I think maybe
0: the <laughs> and now we both
2: have veins.
0: Both- <laughs> yes, and a doctor. <sighs> Who's concerned about our veins? I
2: have a little bit of a list of, uh, of injuries I sustained. Um, stitches on on uh, my middle finger. Uh, right on the knuckle, I was cleaning out a glass votive. It broke and sliced mm. the shit out of my finger. Um, got some stitches. That happened. Same job was uh, taking something out to a car. Smashed my hand in my car door. Uh <laughs> It's like a lot of things happen to my my fingers on that job. Um, So many scars still uh, up on my forearms. When I worked at Bucca de Beppo, we don't have the bell in the studio today, but everybody just hear that bell bell in your heart. Brian, just uh, pipe one
0: in for us. So... At Buka,
2: like, it's a it's a maze, if you will. There's hallways, and you have to turn corners, and you always have to say corner. But not not only that, there's, like, there's molding that, really like, runs mm. over, like, the middle of the wall, separating it with, like, a wainscoting below. So you have all these sharp wooden corners. So if you are turning, and then there's a gas when you come around the corner, your fucking forearms are going right Into these sharp Pointy wood corners I would have bruises And scrapes All over my arms Working there Not to mention Because it's family style And people would take home Troughs Of food You had like The big Foil Like sheet trays That you would pack Food up into And like (laughs) Foil cuts On my fucking hands I can't either It like makes me
0: crazy It's like the Uh,
2: world's skinniest knife I mean I was injured Always Not to mention Just covered in sauce Covered in covered sauce. Covered in
0: sauce all day. Sauce just injures your ego. Oh, yeah. Thankfully, <laughs> when you're covered in sauce. <laughs> yeah. I I know I've said this before in one episode, but I think one of the most insane pains I've ever gone through is uh, literally turning around too fast behind a crowded bar, probably was going to get something because I was impatient, didn't want to wait for the bartender. And I took the corner of the door of the low boy right into the meat underneath your kneecap <sighs> and when I say you just have to squat down behind the bar and silently cry into your fist and then yeah. go oh. yeah, it, it is the most it gives you chills yeah and you get chills oh I'm doing it right now and you're like am I gonna throw up Am i gonna throw up this hurts so so fucking bad. So yeah, watch out for them low boys. Oh
2: God. Oh God. And just like hitting your shin on the, I know you said that on the rail at the bar the fucking uh I, there's just so many injuries i might even have scars from that too there's days where you're just like why well, am i am i am i bleeding well my, <laughs> my knees are just
0: forever fucked
2: <laughs> and, and and then we've got like these like really like amazing falls we've done i think i've told the one it's been so long walking down a half flight of stairs with like six trays of food on a huge tray and i just i missed a step and i went down but like I, I went into survival mode for the food, not for myself, by right, the way. Right. Um huddled into, into a mass, like hold like holding the tray. Food fine. Me, who knows in
0: the long run. Veins.
1: Veins. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: So this is the story about my injury at work. I was waiting tables in Beverly Hills. I was one of the top servers, as you probably can guess by my voice. And it was a busy lunch hour. We had just opened outdoor seating, and there was this guy who was like a music exec who always wanted to bring his German shepherd into the restaurant we obviously told him no and now that we were outside he was putting him out there so i was walking rushing around bustling a lunch shift walking out with three plates in my hands and i must have startled this german shepherd just by my speed and the dog jumped up and bit me right in the ass um, I kept going. I dropped off everything. I, I don't know if it was the adrenaline cause I didn't totally feel it. Everyone looked at me like, are you okay? And then immediately the owner got defensive. I went inside, my butt was bleeding. I had a giant bruise, but I kept working. And then later he left me a $60 tip.
0: What what kind of uh, care do we receive okay, so on these th- on-the-job injuries? Here's
2: the deal. If, if, if situations. you get injured terribly, stitches, anything that requires you having to go to the hospital and fill out a report, workers' comp should come into play. What is workers' comp, if we don't know? It's a type of business insurance that provides benefits to employees who suffer work-related injuries or illnesses. Specifically, this insurance helps pay for medical care, wages from lost work time, Uh, and more so workers comp insurance benefits can vary state by state so know those laws if you guys don't um because and here's where it gets fickle with tipped jobs brooke is that like you don't really have a set no on how much you make so if they're making up for lost wages what is that really
0: right they're like and here's your eight dollars that you missed
2: yeah. By being off the job for a week. It's super dicey. Like it makes me wonder if there's just like a cutoff kind of like with unemployment, which right. really it might be that, but just make sure that you know that number, you know, I guess. Like if I decide to like, if I ever get injured, am I fucked? Am I okay? Like, yeah, my medical costs are fine, but am I going to go broke
0: at the same time? Cause I'm not making any money. Yeah. And I, I do think because it's so iffy and because there are a lot of hoops to jump through, which, you know, anyone else can be like, I'm going to the doctor and I don't have to fear this. Like I should be protected. People choose to keep working while they're injured and, yeah. you know, like sustain lifelong fucked up elbows. Oh,
2: I know I have like I was just like, oh, I was like, I'll just walk off this hobble. Yeah. And really what happens is your body, the fascia in your body just forms a protective layer around it so you can get through it. And then, yeah. and, then and then ten years ten years later you got veins. Yep. Veins. (laughs) We keep
0: bringing it back to the veins. So
2: here is a really big question about workers' comp today, because of where we're at in the state of the world. Does workers' comp cover if you get COVID? I don't know. The answer is it's very complicated. Generally, workers' compensation does not cover routine community spread illnesses like the cold or the flu, because they usually can't be directly tied to the workplace. So... Some states have made exceptions for certain workers who develop chronic illnesses like cancer or things like that. But basically what they're doing now with workers' comp is, like, if you're essential or a frontline worker, yes, it is something that can be covered. But new states are issuing new laws all the time. So while they're, you know, leaning specifically toward these essential and frontline workers getting benefits, I think that the... I hope the conversation is changing and shifting to be like, look, we're putting ourselves out there all the time. Why isn't this just something that could be covered across the board, especially if we're taking and 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 running with the protocol that you have told us to have?
0: Right. And it's it's all meant to be confusing to discourage you from knowing your rights and ever getting any sort of care that should be a no-brainer and very deserved.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think it's like, and this is where the GoFundMe's come in because somebody gets COVID and like nobody can afford anything and there's no workman's comp
0: and then they have to start a GoFundMe for everybody. And like, but I'm just saying like, it's a mess. (laughs) Yeah, it's a mess. Another reason to vote because I do see so much more recognition of tipped Work jobs and freelance making more headlines in terms of getting more respect and more uh, press. So it seems like change could be on the way to unify. I sure hope
2: so. Yeah, I, I agree. sure, sure hope so. And, you know, one fair wage, something we talk about all the time, getting actual living wages in there. When that gets in there, like, and those rights start to be implemented, when it comes to things like workman's comp, that's just like going to go through the roof as well, which is awesome. Um,
0: <laughs> here's some like super extreme stories that we found. Oh yeah, because it's like we didn't even go into like the incidentals, which is like you could have a crazy customer just punch you in oh, the yeah. face. Oh yeah. you know?
2: Dude, if you just Google bartender waiter stabbed, like <laughs>
0: Yeah, well first of all pour a drink and buckle up.
2: It's insane. I mean you're just like cool, cool. There's like five Google pages worth of stories just to like
0: dive down because that shit happens all the time. You better believe we're going to do an episode later this month about straight to straight stabbing servers murdered (laughs) on the job or crazy ass owners. There's so much. Um, But here's a
2: couple of really fun stories that we, we found about getting injured on the job. So this happened uh, last year, April of 2019 So a teen who was working at a Joe's Crab Shack in Daytona Beach, Florida, she basically like she broke her ankle because she worked on a pier at Joe's Crab Shack. There was a little boy drowning and she jumped off the fucking pier to save this little boy from drowning. And like she didn't realize at the time that it was low tide. So she like hurt her ankle and cracked it. And that's how she got more hurt. But the kid lived. She's a goddamn hero. I think she even said to herself, look, you know, I, I could have gotten hurt even worse. I don't know if this is what I should have done. But she, her instincts kicked in while everybody else was doing like maybe I, I'd like to think it was like during like a like a Joe's Crab Shack like dance, like all the <laughs> servers are coming together. And then she just like sees like a little boy. Help, help. And then she just like bolts and jumps in. But God damn it. Almighty.
0: What a hero. Totally a hero. Now, this other story is about a real zero. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> my god. This is just the mo- most horrifying Isn't this story thing. You you see? This is so terrible. So in Palm Beach, a millionaires club where a local millionaire was dining, uh broke his waitress's finger Jesus. because she dared to, oh I don't know drop a check on the table. And because it's the sort of club where you have an account and you say, just expense it. Don't you know who I am? Checkbooks are offensive, you know? I'm just that rich that I don't need one. He literally flipped out and grabbed her hand called her a schmuck, started twisting her finger violently until he broke her ring finger. She said the pain was excruciating. I mean, she's being assaulted Mm -hmm. by an out-of-touch 76-year-old millionaire. Worst part of the story, homeboy's wife had actually asked for the check. Yup.
2: Fuck. I hate this
1: story. Well,
0: it's like it's like as a waitress, you can get caught between couples who are just domestically abuse one another on the rags. Yeah, and you might get caught, cro- you know, caught in the crosshairs of their punching and slapping.
2: Absolutely. I mean, it's one thing to be caught in the crosshairs of like their weird kinks, right? That's a but different to be physically act. assaulted because you're yeah, like you said, an out of touch piece of shit billionaire. Oh, Let's my God. M-
0: millionaire. He wasn't that oh, rich. Oh, sorry. Nearly, I don't know what
2: any money looks like these days. That's, oh. that's such millionaire
0: behavior.
2: Oh, my God. Well, God. Well, everybody, please stay safe. Stay soups Don't safe. slip. I'm seriously, like, having flashbacks to, like, at the end of the night when you're closing, they pull the mats and they've washed the floor so they're wet and you have to, like, tiptoe through the kitchen to, like, go
0: to the it's, dish pit. It's almost kind of like, like you, um... Like you ice skate, you know, you're like, I better lean in and, and just start sliding. Yeah, you got to go low. You got to use your core muscles. Yeah, like I'm going to hydroplane over to the surface and let it catch me like I'm at a roller skating rink. <laughs> Especially if you like actually have a bus tub in oh. your hands at the time that throws the weight all off. Yep. You just and, and the, the, the trick is you want to fall forward. OK, yeah. let's <laughs> sacrifice the dishes sacrifice the dishes not your tailbone
2: sometimes and then you know if you happen to be the person like still in the front and then you hear all those dishes fall you know exactly what happened
0: you know you know what i hate more than anything we'll end on this when stupid customers hear like glasses or dishes smash and they'll yell
2: job opening oh i've never heard i always Ugh. the Opa is like only what i
0: know and that is incredibly insulting
2: job i thought opa was like for luck you know what i okay, mean okay well i hope like so. that's what i always was like Opa for luck like hope hopefully nobody died job opening is the most insulting shit ever
0: yeah fuck you marty
2: yeah marty <laughs> oh my god you guys thanks for listening again stay safe stay healthy don't slip don't get sick if you have spooky stories or Getting hurt on the job stories. Please
0: send them our way. If you have stories about your veins, we'll take them. <laughs> and you know what we or say. Or
2: just V-E-I-N or V-A-I-N. Either one. Vein stories. Great.
0: <laughs> We're we're here for it. Um we love you guys. We will talk to you next week. Until then, you know what we say. Godspeed. And good tips.
3: And good health.
0: And good fight. And you guys, go vote. Go vote. Go